Hello, faithful listeners. This is Pastor John Cloudwater from Faith Lutheran Church here in Forest Lake, and we are so glad that you are listening online to our online podcast. Welcome you to worship anytime on Sundays at 9 a.m. or 10.30, and thanks for being here. Thanks for participating in worship with us as we look forward to the week ahead. The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 18th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and I give a tenth of all of my income. But the tax collector, standing far off, wouldn't even lift up his eyes to heaven but was beating his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Jesus said, I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Well, grace and peace to you, my siblings in Christ. Historically, the practices of Lent have involved fasting. What is the fast that we will choose? Is it food? Is it chocolate? Is it alcohol? What other vices do we decide we will give up for these 40 days of Lent? This is great and all, but I wonder if we do take on a spiritual practice such as fasting, are we doing it for the right reasons? Are we doing it as punishment? Are we, are we doing it because we think we can be just like Jesus in the wilderness? Well, I have news for you. We can't be like Jesus. We will naturally give in to temptations. We will fall short. Sin has claimed us. But there is good news. We are not hopeless. The end of these 40 days will bring promise and hope, And spoiler alert, because of the death and resurrection of Jesus, we don't have to be perfect all by ourselves. We aren't perfect. God knows that. And God doesn't expect it. But God does expect us to respond to that gift of grace with love. Now this reading may hit home to us today because so often we look around at the leaders in politics or sports or entertainment And often it's someone gets lifted up and being the center of attention is that expectation. As consumers of all of the things that we witness in the news or on our our phones or on TV, we might have a false image then of what success is. What does it mean to be good? True humility, especially in those realms, is rare. And when we do see it, It stands out to us. Now, on Sunday morning, as the kids came forward, I asked them to do a a special project. I wanted them to start looking for crosses. And I've already gotten some great pictures that have come in, not just from the kids. I've gotten a few from some adults. Uh, Find crosses in unusual or unexpected places. Here's an example of one. 
What's so unusual about that, you might be wondering. Come on, Pastor John, that's just a cross around somebody's neck. We see crosses around somebody's neck all the time. I bet if we did a survey of folks around here, there's a, a few of us who might have some crosses around our neck. I'm wearing my collar today, but usually on a Sunday morning, I'm wearing mine. Oh, you, look at you, young man. You've got one right there. I love that. You want to stand up and show everybody your cross around your neck? Look at this. Yeah. All right. Look at that. This, is, this fine young man has a nice cross around his neck. Very good. Very good. Uh, you, you got it at your ordination. Beautiful. This cross is not Pastor Steve's. It's this guy's. Now you might be wondering, well, who's that guy? Well, if you ask someone under 40, they might be able to tell you the answer to this. This is the rapper, Eminem. Now, Eminem might not be the first person that we think of when it comes to showcasing a faith in Christianity. Did you know, however, despite all of our assumptions about Eminem, his last album reached number one on the Billboard charts. The Billboard Hot Chris charts. I was shocked. But his song, Use This Gospel, Eminem shares about the attacks from Satan in his life and how God has helped him. If we are suspicious of Eminem's sincerity, thank God that we are forgiven by the cross. By Christ's death on the cross, we are forgiven. And we remember this even in those moments of our suspicions of others. It's not that much different than what plays out in the gospel today. When Jesus witnesses these two men in the temple, one boasting about his success at doing all of the right things in the religious realm. Oh, I'm so glad that I do all of these things. I do exactly what God tells me to do. I'm so glad I'm not like all those bad folks over there. Yet the one that he even throws under the bus comes forward and starts begging for mercy because he knows he falls short. And so this is what draws a response from Jesus. And Jesus' response is the type of response that these other leaders will resent. They want to be lifted up, told, hey, you're doing it exactly right. Keep up the good work. But that's not what Jesus says. He says that this second man, the sinner, will actually go home justified, righteous. He's done the right thing in his relationship with God. Even though he's a sinner? Yep. He's cheated others and he's harmed his neighbor? Yep. He's the good guy in this scenario. I wonder if we ever fall into that trap. Oh, don't be like the rappers or the athletes or the politicians or the celebrities or those greedy people that we see and engage with. Don't engage in those bad behaviors or wasting those lavish amounts of money. What was our first emotion when we saw this picture? Did we think, well, that's not an upright Christian? He's probably not a model of Christianity. What a great reminder it is for us that we do have the gift of being self-aware. We know that we aren't justified by our actions or our words. There's nothing we can do to make us more right with God. It's the love of Christ that does that. As you came forward to receive your ashes, we heard the words from Psalm 51. 
the writer of Psalm 51 has committed grave sins. In context, those sins that this writer has done send this man to prison. But the psalm is written as a response to actions of David that have been called out by the prophet Nathan. And as he's doing this, David has lacked that self-awareness. He has been greedy. He has done actions that have harmed and have killed. And so as he is now made aware of this, he begs for mercy. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. Reconciliation is not an easy thing to do, not with others that we've hurt or not with those who have hurt us. It's not easy for us to admit our shortcomings, especially when it comes to God. But today, as we are here, we are in the right place. Whether you are sitting here in the sanctuary or you are watching this service right now or maybe later today on your couch, on a phone, maybe sitting in a hospital waiting for surgery for a loved one, you are in the right place with God. Look around. Take a look at these dirty faces. Gosh, you guys look hideous, awful, disturbing, dirty. We are covered with the reminder of our sin. And we wear this cross and we self-reflect on our own shortcomings. What have we done? What have we failed to do? What words have we spoken that hurt? Or where were we silent when we needed to say something? What prayers have we neglected? And what gaps do we have in our relationship with God? This time right here is our reminder, our moment, our refocusing to God. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and continue to guide us to be in a right relationship with you. Amen. We hope these words will strengthen you as you live out your daily life. If you would like to know more about Faith Lutheran, leave a prayer request, or financially support our mission and ministry, please go to our website at faithfl.org. May God bless you in the days ahead.